Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dark Moon of Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also... Solo and Star Wars story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the Force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name's Colin. I'm Ray. And I'm Hunter. And... Oh, well, I was going to say we, we have a special guest today, but you know who it is? It's Hunter Smoke. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, as um, if you don't know, um, Hunter Smoke does a lot of stuff for the Bible first and a lot of different costume stuff. He recently did um, the lizard creature thing. I, I, I forget the name of it. Um, no, I'm just kidding. It's Bosk. And that, that that costume was so cool. Like, and, and, and the funny story behind it is Hunter got like the actual suit just a couple of days before the oh, celebration mess. and then he had to like fix a lot of like fix a decent amount of things on it and yeah. um but hunter's very nitpicky about everything like for, 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 for from the normal ad fan like we'd be like oh cool but like from people who do costumes and everything because I'm, I'm the same way because whenever i see costumes at um at disney and i see them walking around like like especially if it's like a stormtrooper or something i can like definitely tell what's off so but that's the way a hunter is and um and but that's what makes his costume so great as well so i totally hunter, feel the pain so yeah. yeah so hunter we are we're happy to have you and we happy are gonna be uh we are gonna be breaking down um the bad patch season two trailer now for people who were at the panel we got something completely like very similar to what we got to the public, but at the panel, um, it was a lot longer. And then there was footage and the and the trailer that got to the public that we actually never saw at the panel, which I thought was interesting. But uh, let's break it down. Uh, For the record, I have not seen this yet. So, oh, great! <laughs> I I have been at work all day and this past weekend was my sister's bachelorette party so i was not online oh, uh, you're good okay so let's you can buy your freedom right. so how do we feel about the new costumes i think they're cool i, I haven't quite seen them yet <laughs> so <laughs> Like I okay. said, this is my first time seeing it. Okay, so I, all right. There are new costumes. <laughs> okay, uh, um, I love them. Um, I think it's cool to see. I mean, obviously, the Bad Batch to begin with had a lot of individuality in their kits, but um, I think that like this adds to that even more. And something that's nice as well is um, it def- which was the first thing I heard you say um when when they actually first like showed the uh when they actually first showed the costumes on um on the big screen um is that they look way more flexible and they look oh yeah they got rid of like 
the cod and abdomen sections and mm -hmm. a lot of the thigh armor for some of them too. So they're going to be way more comfy to wear and you can probably actually sit down on them, which is great. Yeah. Uh, and something nice as well is the people at the panel actually got to see a clip um, from, I, I think they said it was from episode one, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, and from that clip, it, you, you can definitely see the growth of the team just in that one clip. Um, mm -hmm. uh, especially out of Omega, which was super cool. And we actually see her with a helmet. She has a, it's not like your standard, like, you know, like, you know, helmet. It's like an actual helmet. Like it's very similar to what the rebels wear in return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of like a cap situation. Um, but let's continue. All right. So what planet do we think this is? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be another planet that we've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they like to do that and that's, that's totally fine with me. I'm always yeah. down to see more. So we have a couple of shots of the team looking at each other and then they're back at home. They're already free. And then we see a lot of clone commandos. This shot There's gets me excited. <laughs> um yeah this is a really really exciting uh thing to see and i i'll wait till we finish looking through the trailer to discuss Clearly, some other you're not points paying attention to what's happening out there and it oh is my gosh so the emperor era. was something i was not expecting to see yeah um, me neither that was very surprising that that was just like oh okay cool and then you also hear um he and McDermott's voice. So that means he's doing more stuff for the emperor, which is cool. And not yeah, only that, he's, he's most likely doing stuff for Andor and we haven't seen him in Kenobi yet, but most likely we'll see him. So even though he died in rise of Skywalker, this guy is just, you know, doing mm -hmm. a lot for that character. Which I don't think really and, and then we see official gunships. And then we see some, some yeah, of, from this what, of what we saw um, from that clip in the panel. And then Commander Cody is actually which that was a huge crowd. Yeah. We'll take all the allies we can get. And then there's Gunji. Um, which was oh, a huge surprise to see Gunji again. And we see, you know, again, I'm going to wait till we get done because I have a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> that I want to talk about. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, so uh, we are just kind of doing like, a small like, breakdown here, but then we drop down into like all the details. But what do you think about those small ships that are like that are kind of like circles? Cool, cool idea. And then we got this kind of upbeat theme. I don't know yeah, which is be. interesting. Yeah, because I was like, okay, are 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 we the Fast and Furious? Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, I like the new looks. Um, okay, I like that they keep their individuality. I don't like Omega's hat. You can buy your freedom. I'm with Ray. I do not really care for the new home either. You can have a future. I'm curious why they I'm curious why they didn't give her an Isn't actual that what you're after? Well, I mean, where would they have gotten one? They would have had to steal it off of really, another you're not dead paying clone. attention to what's happening out there. We know time we know Ezra Bridger used to be all the time, so I don't get Yeah. But do we think so? They said that this season takes place 
after the events of the first one where some time has passed, but we don't know yes. how much time. But there are, but they're still using standard clone gunships. It looks like, unless this is a flashback and this is misleading. Yeah, uh, well, we see a bunch of footage with normal face to clone armor as well, and that fell with her still kind of during that transitionary period between the Republic and the Empire. So I don't think it could be too long. I mean, you look at Omega, and it looks like she's definitely a bit older. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I would say like maybe a year or so would make sense to me just based on what we've seen. Cause like, obviously things aren't too different, but still enough that there's some character change and, and their whole situation in the galaxy has also shifted. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. I think you could tell by their armor. Cause is the armor a different build or just a repaint? Uh, there is a mix of both. So, so they have um, to have enough time to amass all new pieces. Right. And it's interesting too, because there's always that thing in Star Wars with people just sort of scavenging armor, um, or kit bashing other, other pieces and stuff. Um, but it's, yeah. So there's a mix of the old stuff and the new stuff. Um, but the old armor has pretty much all been repainted on all of them. Um, which is really cool. And again, I think that's a thing that sort of shows um, just them, their situation changing in the galaxy. And you'll notice too, if you look at their armor, they've all gotten rid of their 99 motifs. So they're, they're definitely changing character wise and being like, all right, we're not clone force 99 anymore. We're trying to figure ourselves out here and, and what our new place is. I want to see more transitioning of of the stormtroopers and their excuse in the in the first season of the Bad Batch. The reason why they wanted to get rid of the clones was because the budget cuts is is like mm-hmm. the downturn of what they were saying, and it's just funny because then they start keeping clones around as as you know drill sergeants like just training people yeah and i just think that was just a bad move i i just think that was one of the worst moves the empire could make as a big fan of clones i also think it's a bad move (laughs) um but it will be really interesting too because it's not like they just flipped a switch and wiped out all the clones they just stopped um producing new clones on camino so whatever clones that we see are going to be just essentially the leftovers from the Clone Wars. Um, yeah. So I think you're definitely going to see a lot of, I guess you could, you would probably say distrust in the ranks between um, conscripted recruits as stormtroopers versus the older generation of clone soldiers. Um and that dynamic is going to be super interesting. And even still with clones being in the Imperial army, they're going to be questioning like, Hey, what's our, what's our place in this now? Cause things are not what they used to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that we'll definitely see more of, of that transition. And then we'll also, um, see different clones that we know and maybe they question more of what's happening. Uh, right. Be- because we know that commander Cody 
definitely turned. Like he did not get his chip out in time because we know he tried to kill Obi Wan. But right, now, and it's very yeah. Go ahead, Colin. Oh no, um, uh, I'm 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 curious of what that transition will be of Cody being like, I I didn't want to, but I had to, or because there are definitely clones that are just like, you know, I'm I'm happy that I executed orders. I forget if it's in this cut of the trailer or if it was in the one that we saw in the panel, but there's a line where they cut it. So it seems like Cody's talking to Crosshair, but he says something along the lines of him questioning, like, like what's our place in all this? Like, is this really the right thing to do? Um, and I would bet that we're going to end up seeing um, Cody question those loyalties too. And and which way he ends up going um, will be really interesting. And I would also bet that we end up seeing some of that in Kenobi as well. Um, yeah. With, with him being hunted down. Shoot. I, I think I would love to see because besides Commander Cody, we know we know what happened to Commander Wolf and we know what happened to Gregor. But there's mm-hmm. other characters that we don't really know what happened to. Like for example, we don't know what happened to Waxer. Um wait, was it was a boiler or wax waxer that died during the Waxer was the one who got killed out uh, uh, Okay. All right. So so there's Boyle. Uh, and then there's also other clones like Commander Bly. I mean, because, there's there are literally millions of clones. Well, I <laughs> that we don't I'm, know how. I'm talking about like the main yeah, clones. I get you. I get yeah. you. Um, but yeah, it's it'll be very interesting to see how that changes um, as far as their whole role too, and the whole Imperial commando thing too is also very interesting. And I have some ideas about that. I don't know if you want me to I would love to that. talk about it. Yeah. Um, um, be, because of, we actually first see Delta squad become Canon and, in Clone Wars for like a brief second. Right, yeah. And that was still amazing. I loved yes. that, but I was like, I want more. And then when yep. we actually saw one of them, and uh like yeah. close to the season finale i flipped out i was like oh my god let's yeah go. so we saw scorch in that training facility which was crazy um and i think and, we see him in the trailer again right yes he shows up in this trailer um and we also uh see well there's you we see gungi here but there's other clips that appear to be kashik with the trandoshans and stuff Okay. Um, again, I don't know if that was in this cut as well or just the one in the panel room, but there's one yeah, shot of a random Wookiee in this trailer, okay. but we so, don't see where Cody and um, Crosshair are talking in front of the uh, in front of the mural thing in, in Coruscant. We don't okay. see that in this trailer, but that was definitely okay. in the trailer that we saw. Okay, yeah. So it's but it's very interesting that we are seeing Delta Squad and. Um, mentions of Kashyyyk in this. Um, I don't know if either of you guys have played the Republic Commando video game, um, but Kashyyyk is a pivotal moment in the story of that game. Um, it's I, I'll kind of spoil it a little bit, but the end of the game, you end up on Kashyyyk and uh, stuff goes wrong and one of the members of Delta Squad, Sev, ends up being left behind. 
on Kashyyyk. So it would be absolutely amazing if Sev became one of like these leftover clones that the Bad Batch runs into and kind of drags along on their adventures or brings to safety or whatever um, for some of the storyline. That would be like incredible. Um, and I think it makes sense too, like if, if Gungi survived or 66 that he would go back to Kashyyyk. So then, like I said, we also saw there's a like a Trandoshan sportsman hunter in one part of this. Oh, and and wait, in in this because I because I know she is like the main person for the Bad Batch, but well, there's are, are you, are another one that has like grayish okay. green skin. Let's get there. Was the Wookiee to work? I believe he's in one of the really shortcuts here near the end. Uh, but I'm not positive. He, he looks like he looks similar to the ones that we saw in the episode of the Clone Wars where Gungi first shows up and the Trandoshans yeah. are hunting Ahsoka and the other um, Padawan. Yeah. Like I said, it'd be, it'd be let's get to work. They're really hinting at and pointing at references to Delta Squad. Yeah, yeah. You're not paying attention to what's happening out there. Stuff, um, the original composer for Vodeon that like Mandalorian chant. Um there's been rumors and talk of him actually at one point going back and and like re not remastering, but like redoing that and making a new version for some new undisclosed project. So that would be super cool if this is where that shows up. And even as just that theme, it's a cool like clone kind of like cultural thing um, in the Republic Commando books and the games. So it'd be awesome if there was callbacks to that with the Bad Batch. Yeah. Yeah. I, so something else which you might remember, but there were some unfinished drafts of the Clone Wars, uh, yep. and and there is definitely some animation of the Bad Batch riding creatures on Kashyyyk. Um, yeah, and I think we might see that come to yeah, life. It would. And, I mean, it would make sense for them to pull from that. Yeah, um, just like they did with the other stuff they pulled in season. Well, I guess at the end of Clone Wars, and then in season yep. one of Bad Batch. Yeah. I, I I just know if they do kill off Gunji, people will riot because I yes. remember being at the panel, bro, and I and and when when he popped on screen, I looked around and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. Like, I know that uh, my girlfriend specifically, she just loves Gunji, and <laughs> if anything happens to him, um, there's a lot of people who are going to be very upset. Is it is it Gunji or is it? Gungi? I say Gunji. I don't has I don't has it been said. I think we heard it in the arc where we actually see him. I think it's Gunji, but don't quote me on it. Um, For the people listening, is it is it Gunji or Gungi? Just say Hunter or Collins, right? Just someone (laughs) say that because I'm just curious. But um, but seeing more Kashyyyk would be really cool. Uh, And just seeing that in Jedi Fallen Order was awesome. But just exploring more planets that involve like involve the main trilogy and like yeah not the main trilogy but like the main saga is really cool to me and also 
Kashyyyk was first brought up in the holiday special. So how funny would it be if we saw like, oh my gosh, look, it's uh, uh, it is lumpy and itchy and 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 Mala. Yeah, I want to see an animated <laughs> version of Lumpy doing his weird <laughs> grin thing. Yeah. So all of that would be really cool. I I think it's interesting that they brought in the emperor. I wonder. I'm curious of what that's gonna be like. I wasn't expecting to see him in there. I was really curious. It, it, it wasn't like a Rise of Skywalker type moment where it's like, wait, the Emperor's back. It was more right. of, okay, I guess it makes sense because it's make because it's the timeline. Yeah, we're it's, all ready. That free. is a very interesting. Clearly, you're not like, paying attention to what's happening. And I feel like yeah. it has to be something to do with um, the clone army as yeah. a whole, or maybe even Omega. We know that the Emperor is always kind of keeping his hands in cloning sciences to keep himself going. Um, And then obviously Snoke too. So it will be really interesting if that's kind of his motivation. Like the, if, because we still don't really know why Omega was a special project or whatever for the Kaminoans, but um, they still seem to, to be going after her. Um, and maybe the person that uh, conscripted them to to take on that project is actually the emperor. I okay. would really like to know Omega's purpose. Like, yeah, they they have a bunch of clones, but why mess with the DNA and make a make right a girl? It's very interesting. Like, she has to have her purpose has to be something extra specific. Yeah. I mean, I would say there's the chance that she's trans and actually is a male clone, but the facial design is so different from all the other clones that I makes yeah. me not think that's the case. There's, so, I don't know. I actually learned something recently, um, which I didn't know was canon, but there is an actual clone called Sister. And, uh, yeah, and Sister she's in is uh, a- Queen's Hope. Yeah, I I didn't know that I, uh, was a thing. I brought it up um, on the podcast a while ago, <laughs> uh, and that is what Brooke told me too. And I was like, I I didn't know, um, <laughs> but uh, but she's trans, uh, and mm-hmm. she goes by sister. And then she was under the command. She goes of, by sis. She yeah. goes by sister, so all of so everybody knows that she belongs. Right, is and, what the quote is in the book. And they could definitely go with that in 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 the show as well, with Omega being that um, of of being trans. And I, I, but uh, but we don't know. We we really don't know anything. Like some some questions I, yeah. were answered. I just some... want to know something. Yeah, yeah. She's just kind of there, you know. Everybody remember, loves yeah. her, but she's yeah. still just kind of there. Also, she's blonde. Yeah. There's got to be something. I feel like there has to be something else thrown into her genetic makeup or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, it's I know like, she she is like she's the Omega, the last clone. So I mean, I, I guess maybe the the template was just worn out enough that there's like mutations or something. Or they went the Jurassic Park route and yeah. they just were like, why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, if we're talking about Jurassic Park, Jurassic World comes out this weekend. Just oh, kidding. No, um, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I, 
something else that I'm excited about that comes from this trailer is we saw a decent amount of big reveals in this. So Cody, Gunji, um, uh, the Emperor. But if you remember from Bad Batch Season 1, we did not get any big reveals from any of the trailers. Uh, and I'm kind of excited to see what surprises and what cameos that we might see in the show. Uh, because yeah. at this point, there's a lot of characters going through a lot of different things in their lives. I don't think we would see anything with Obi-Wan. I could definitely see, because of what we saw in Episode 3 of Kenobi, of where there's like those different Jedi under um, the the Underground Railroad type situations of where yeah. like they are like putting Jedi in different totally areas and trying see- to make them escape. Gungi being like that's how he ties into it yeah yeah so i am i'm hoping we definitely see more of that i i think quinlan voss could definitely you know what i could see quinlan Quinlan voss like finding gunji and then like him kind of being an episode with a bad batch and he's like no i got other stuff to do and then that hints Mm -hmm. at you know that yeah that would be a nice tie into kenobi yeah which i'm hoping that we see Quinlan mm-hmm. Voss and Canon again because technically we, we have, but that was kind of you know molded into Canon later, being like that guy in right. the background, that guy's Quinlan yeah. Voss. And everyone's like, wow, and it's just like you know that that well, that I mean we have a bunch of bunch of episodes of him in the Clone Wars. Yeah. So yeah, my friend said before the first episode of Kenobi premiered, she said her one hope was to know whether or not he survived Order 66. Uh, so she was very happy after episode three. <laughs> I I figured that he would have, and I wish that we got that arc with Quinlan um, and Asajj Ventress. Um, it, 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 it turned to be a book, but but it was supposed to be like an arc in the Clone Wars. And there's so many arcs that made it into like comic books and stuff that were supposed to be actual like arcs in the Clone Wars TV show, and it just never made it because of because of the deal with Disney and um and lucasfilm and they transition all that over but i'm hoping that we get some of that live action stuff and i'm definitely thinking for kenobi um episode four next week that we'll get some type of flashbacks because i'm i'm thinking that obi-wan will be like in some type of pain um Mm -hmm. and um and he'll kind of go into like a coma type thing kind of like what we saw in the book of boba fett now i'm not saying i want exactly what we had in in book of boba fett where he's in a back to tank it's like all crazy flashbacks and then then jumps to the you know to the present day like i just want i if 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 we're doing flashbacks just do it for one episode and move on um because i think everyone wants to see I think you could do it sprinkled and like have one episode that has like a majority yeah. of flashbacks, mm-hmm. but then like you could have it sprinkled in later. How like in episode three, he saw uh, unburned adult Anakin. Right. Yeah. Kind of like, I, like just little like hints thrown in there. Yeah. I will take any Clone Wars live action flashbacks that I can get. <laughs> yes. I would also, this is kind of, getting into a tangent, but I would love, everybody's talking about Kenobi's flashbacks. I'd like to see Anakin. Yeah. I think too. we will. I, I, um, I think we'll see him kind of be conflicted because right now at that point of stage, I know we're talking about Kenobi, but it's Star Wars stuff. It's fine. We can talk about anything. It's um, uh, it's, I think we'll definitely see him jump through like, 
loops of being like, oh, this is Obi-Wan's fault, but it's also mine. BB, because right now he's so mad at Obi-Wan because he's so conflicted um, about everything that's happened to him, about him falling to the dark side and uh, and and Padme being dead and everything. And the only main people that he's blaming right now for everything is Palpatine and Obi-Wan. And mm-hmm. since, you know, he's afraid of the Emperor, um, right. uh, he's like, you know what, Obi-Wan, that's what I want to take my anger out on. And he's not taking re- responsibility f- for your own actions. But when you're angry and you're upset and you can't control something, sometimes you kind of trail back into your memories and think of, like, why this is happening and and where you are because of it. And I think we'll definitely see some type of Clone Wars flashback. I would be so surprised because this is this may be the only time that we ever see um, Hayden, Ewan, um, to Mara Morrison, like in live action mm-hmm. together. And mm-hmm. I think it would just be the biggest missed opportunity of a lifetime if we never got that. But Dave Filoni and John Favreau and Deborah Chow have done amazing work yes. for Star Wars so far. So I would be blown away if we didn't get something on the lines of that. Like even a small snippet of where it's showing like Rex and Anakin right next to each other. Like boom, done. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, it's and and just even seeing the clones in that first episode of Kenobi was really, really cool. And I think I think it was confirmed that those were actual costumes. That wasn't CGI like of of, of Mm -hmm. the clones that we actually saw and which is. Which Correct. is history for Star Wars because yes, and, and the prequels all all CGI, all yep. CGI. So yeah, that's that is huge. a very very big deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean we saw them in Andor as well, and those were also physical suits. Yes, uh, so I bet you and a bunch of the other people are freaking out and being like, "All right, we 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 need to start uh-huh. on the CRLs now." So well, technically we we don't start them until after like the okay. first season of whatever it is, but okay. we will definitely be on them as fast as we can. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how um, 501st works, but I know for um, Rebel Legion, they build it as it comes out, but they don't take any submissions till one month after. Right. Yeah. We like the will... last of it. So, I mean, we do like, obviously keep an eye on things um, as it's rolling and kind of build as we go. But we don't like really like we would never publish a CRL until after um, the the final episode of a season has aired. And like, for example, in Clone Wars season seven, we were working on the 332nd trooper CRL during the season yep. and we had a model lined up and we published the CRL three days after the, the episode aired. Oh, wow. So. And uh, we'll, be, and we'll be on it as fast as we can. <laughs> yeah, um, because because I know there are certain costumes that aren't like that have been around for a while, but they aren't officially approved yet. And I think like what um, Ahsoka from season seven is still not up yet, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not okay. inside. Rebel okay. Legion is pretty far behind. It wouldn't surprise me if it's not up. I mean, okay. nothing from Rise of Skywalker is up yet. Last yeah, Jedi yeah. is spotty. The uh, the uh, Sith version of Rey just just got put up like a couple of weeks ago, I think. Right? Um, I think actually like a few days ago, and it's not five oh, first. Cool, it's a separate. It's oh, there's okay. it's it's going to be five oh first. Uh, they're just waiting on some like logistical things to get it. 
okay. posted, I believe. That's as much as I've heard. It could have okay. been updated. Huh. But yeah, that's like okay. happening currently. Uh, dark gray will be approvable. Okay, so we see now going back to Bad Patch season two of the trailer. Um, we we see Omega. Uh, um, it looks like it is in the room of the Senate, but I, I don't. This is something we've never seen before, and we could definitely see that transition of the Senate looking differently because there's a either it's a hologram or it's like an actual screen, but the Emperor is like in his in his thing and and in the background it shows camino being blown up now why do you think they would be talking about that in the senate uh i think it's kind of an imperial propaganda thing okay um and then being like oh yeah we're we're making changes we're going to have or we're like stomping out all remnants of the republic to form this into the new galactic empire it could be that there's um, enough of a rebellion movement that they're starting to be like, hey, look, rebels blew up like all of this. And so it could be like okay. anti-rebel propaganda. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. But it's got okay, well, to well, be propaganda. I, I, I feel like if I was part of the Senate, though, I'd be like, but the rebels are barely anything right now. How are they getting the firepower? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this is kind of like a cult. And with any cult, you Im- you immediately establish an us versus them kind of a mentality. They so are, they so. could be trying to do that early. Yeah. 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 I, I, I wonder if we'll see Vader um, uh, as well because of maybe they become big of a threat and especially if Gunji's involved. Um, I, because we actually never saw Rex encounter Vader. I think that would be no. very, very interesting. That would be very painful um, be, because For we, because if we never got that in rebels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because if we never got that in rebels, which is something I really hope that we would. Yeah. Um, and something else as well, which, you know, again, kind of going all over the place, but I I, I was thinking about this at work today. I was like, in, in the Ahsoka show, if Luke showed up for some reason and then, like, met Rex, like, of the stories that Rex and Ahsoka could tell Luke, I think that would be really cool, too. Um, Because there's, like, so much history, like, so, but yeah. No, but um, for the Bad Batch... What's like your main, like your main, um, like your top three moments or top three things that you really, really want to see in the show? Uh, Omega's purpose. Okay. <laughs> That's number one. Okay. Um, they've, they've built a new character and I'd like to see where she goes. Um, cause like that was a choice, but we haven't like seen her i don't want to say seen her do much but there's a big mystery behind her there's a lot of unanswered questions and i want those answers that's that's basically it (laughs) (laughs) all right all right hunter how about you uh that's definitely one of the things on my list 
Um, Who cares about the plot, man? More clones. I'm just kidding. No, I mean, yes, kind of. (laughs) You know me. Um, One of the things that I would like to, I, I would love to hate to see it, but Rex uh, encountering Cody again. I think that's going to happen. I think it's going to happen too. And it's going to be very painful. Um, It's it's going to be so weird because if they have different like opinions of where we kind of see with the bad batch and crosshair of where yeah. they have like a difference between because of it sounds like cody was really like that he was conflicted about it but yeah. i could see him trying to put on that strong like you know front mm-hmm. towards rex being like no i, I believe in this and yep. this is right and join and me. we know something is going to happen because cody's not in rebels so something traumatic is going to happen and it's well it's star wars something yeah. traumatic has to happen dave is going to make it hurt yeah per usual now um, remind me does uh crosshair have his chip or not that's very ambiguous okay because he said he didn't right yeah he said he could be lying he did true but, but he said they, he doesn't have also it the scene at the beginning of bad batch season one where they have him in that like cat scan looking machine. Yeah. And they're like cranking up the volume to 10 on his chip or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. To make him more aggressive and loyal to the empire. Um, which that's, I guess, I don't know, maybe they're just scanning it. And then right after they scanned it, they took it out. I don't really know. Um, but it's very ambiguous at this point. Crosshair has said that he doesn't have it. Um, it could be that they like cranked it up to an 11 and like they told him they had removed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I so he thinks it's gone, there, but it's actually still there. Yeah. Right. I could totally see that happening. Um, so yeah, that is another thing that I would really like answered. Um, and also any Delta squad content more with Scorch. Or if we see Sev on Kashyyyk, oh, I, I would be a huge fan of that. Um, I think that was four things on my list, if you count Omega. Okay. That's okay. Uh, do you think that if we do see Delta Squad there, do you think some of them will be divided? Yes. And then, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with we already know that Scorch is there training Imperial Commandos. Yeah. Um. So that's a... Yeah, that's a very interesting. Like, I mean, it's it's basically going to be like the Bad Batch. There's going to be people who were who were left behind and divided because we don't see Boss or Fixer. No, Sev, or not Sev. Sorry, Scorch. Scorch. Yeah. Sev is in theory. I mean, it's, I guess it's technically not canon anymore, but MIA at this point. Yeah. I want to see. I I so so the thing for me is the the whole thing with with the surviving jedi at this point i think gunji is a great character to bring in and and especially if they end up going to kashik and everything because of there are other jedi that we know that are alive that could definitely help in that situation and i think if quinlan shows up and maybe he has a character that we haven't seen in a bit um mm-hmm. that would be really cool i'm just trying to think of all the surviving jedi at this point um, we know that Kanan is technically, uh, I mean, I remember watching that first episode with Kanan 
you know, as, as a kid during Order 66 and everything. And they didn't even attempt to make his voice sound younger. And I and and I think everyone could tell that. So if they do, if they do bring him back, maybe make his voice a tiny bit more lower. Because at that point, <laughs> he was like, what, like 15, 14, yeah. something in the lines hey, of that. Man. And he just sounded like a full-blown adult. Dude, he sounded like full-blown <laughs> Rebels Canaan, like, yeah. like, yeah. Full out, pu- like full out puberty, and I was like, "All right, man!" Like they didn't even attempt to like lower his voice no, or yeah. anything. You mean but raise I, his voice, right? Yeah, like because his like, voice would lower with age. Oh, lower! You you know what I meant. You all know what I meant. But yes, I do I. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to see more surviving, um, at this point. And I think Cal, I think Cal Kestis would be that would be dope. Yeah. Um. And I'm really hoping he shows up in one of the live action shows more. Mm-hmm. I think it would be great if he showed up then. I think season one would have been perfect because they actually go to Bracca. And at that mm-hmm. point in the timeline, he is on Bracca. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that would have been really cool to see. But more more surviving Jedi and maybe more flashbacks to Order 66. I think it would be interesting to see. And maybe um seeing Order 66 from Cody's point of view and like, no. him like snapping. And uh, uh, like, no more no, order 66. <laughs> no, 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 I, I know it's painful just hitting it, hitting us with it every show, just the, the, hammering that in. The, the reason why that I would like to see Cody's perspective because I wonder at some point, like, he slightly snaps out of it and he's like, mm-hmm. What just happened? Because we later hear Rex saying that some of the clones, um, like came out and said that 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 we had that they had chips in their heads and i right. wonder if cody is one of those people where he was like you know i didn't want to but i had no choice i was forced to mm-hmm. um and i because i think that will definitely play a big part of the show at, at least at least an arc of it of mm-hmm. where rex and cody have that conflict but if it ends up man it's really sad to talk about but but if it ends up you know, Cody's very fixed on the way that he is in that position, and Rex and him have, have to have a shootout. That's definitely going to be heartbreaking. So hopefully, it doesn't yes. turn to that. Yes, yeah. very uh, heartbreaking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I love. I mean, it's 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 kind of sad to say, but I love how more darker and grittier Star Wars is getting um, because yeah. of we've always focused on you know, of the kind of the lighter and happier mm-hmm. side of Star Wars. Nah. Not saying that that it like all Clone Wars and Rebels was happy, but it just seemed yeah. more lighthearted. But now Kenobi is a sad into, show, man. <laughs> oh dude, it's really sad. It's really sad of um of and and I and I know this week's episode is definitely gonna maybe have a couple of people crying. Cause I, I, I can just see of the flashbacks and and just all the of just all of the actors coming back to these roles and then you know playing these characters during a very, very dark time in the characters' lives. I think that's not just sad for the characters, but sad for the actors as well. Yeah. Um, and I it's... have a lot of feelings, especially from that third episode. It gave me a lot of feelings. Oh, yes. I cannot believe long. half of the things that happened in that episode uh-huh. because it was on Disney Plus. Because of um, for those who haven't seen Kenobi, I would go watch it. Um, if not, I'm sorry about this. But... <laughs> There's Here's a your spoiler the, warning. Yeah, there you spoiler. Go. Um, Vader walking down the street, and then he just grabs sure. the kid with the force and snaps Snap. his neck. Snap. And I was just like, Snap. I was like, 
this is on Disney Plus, bro. Like, what mm-hmm. is going on? So I was, I, I was like, okay, all right. This hey, they've got a, they've got a parental like yeah. feature on there, yeah. so yeah. they can do whatever they want now. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, but it, it, it was just wild to me, um, because ever since Disney got the rights to Lucasfilm, it, I thought we would never really touch an Order sixty six again. But for the past couple of years, we've been getting so many different points of view on order 66 because we got it in jedi fallen order we got it in we got it in bad batch we got it in uh in the book of boba fett we uh and now in kenobi so it's just it it just keeps on going so i don't know why but i feel like every show that we get um going forward we'll we'll get like a small like a different like side of order 66 or just something Mm -hmm. on the verge of it because i I, I don't know if they want to keep reminding the audience that, you know, this oh, is a very remember. dark time. <laughs> we remember Order 66. They well, just want the, to make sure. Yeah, I guess so, because they they just keep bringing it up. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember when that first season, um, when, when the first episode of, of Bad Batch came out and we just died because of no joke. As soon as as soon as I saw the clones and I saw Caleb like like slide down the hill in the snow, I was like, Oh no, this is not going to be good. And then, sure enough, like it happened. And um, well, so I mean, it's yeah. At celebration, when we were all in the the venue watching it, and we oh, just yeah, see those little younglings, everyone. everybody just went no. I was <laughs> cheering because I got to see live action clones, but I, mean, I thought, but I, at what cost? <laughs> yeah, it's just so many of them already died. It's, yeah. <laughs> I thought at this point. I've seen Revenge of the Sith too many times. <laughs> I thought, oh, which, um, which, I so at a uh, at Star Wars night at Disneyland that night. Um, it it was a Saturday night or was Friday. it Friday night? Friday night. Friday. Okay, so that night at Star Wars night, um, I actually ran into Jet Lucas, which. Um, is the adopted son of George Lucas, but he also played a Jedi um, that got killed in episode three by a bunch of clones. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I remember, I remember uh, watching it of, of, of Kenobi and that first opening scene in Coruscant and thinking to myself, be, because I, I saw a course on the background and then I started going into like into like the temple area. I was like, are they really going to leave off of where Anakin was about to like take all the younglings down? And I was like, what there's no do? way. There's no way that they'll show that because because mm-hmm. because that was just horrifying. But then it ended up being a different shot. It, it was still horrible, but not yeah. as horrible as Anakin going fall out at it. But I I I think the Bad Batch is because since the characters are more established now and that we know their story, I think we're going to get more character growth, but more insight of, of the empire and their prime, why the empire is the way they are. And I think we will kind of get into more political stuff because the emperor, you know, being in the Senate, I think that's a big thing because I, I think we'll get more of a, insight and more lies about you know of, of him saying why all the all of the jedi need to be still hunted down and you know and mm-hmm. and and why his control in the galaxy is essential and not to be afraid or something like that but i i think seeing the empire in the prime is pretty cool and 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 i think the beginning of the empire is is fascinating and we'll definitely get that in andor yeah. uh which is crazy definitely. that 
that we are getting that and more live action clones and everything, which Hunter, do you ever think we would get like a, like a, maybe like a spinoff or something that is like a live action clone war series where it's not mainly focused on, I mean, because of you have visions, right. And, uh, and, and that's a great show where it's like kind of got different, different um, stories, but how about like a show where it's just called clones? And it's just live action, and then it's just different if, stories from different. Clones. If we I got it, good. yeah, it would not be with the Clone Wars characters that we know and love. At least not the Jedi. Yeah, because uh, just with the age of the actors, like oh, that yeah. opportunity is passed. So if we did, it'd be like it'd be something like uh, the Tales of the Jedi thing that they're doing, where yeah. it's like little short snippets that aren't necessarily like from the direct clone war storyline yeah but are tangentially related in that time period that maybe have to do with some side character or someone that we need more backstory on or something like that yeah um because how cool would it be to to like get like a show which is you know like a live action show and it's just called clones or something like that and then it it had some clones that we you know that we knew a lot about and then you know some you know that or brand new clones that were added to to the canon timeline and you know th- there could be an episode of where it, it is commander wolf and we see him get his scar um yeah. uh, or or something from ventress and and then we see yeah. the plo Koon, I mean, and it would be like whoa like because we you know me i yeah. am all for any clone yeah. wars era content so boom lucasfilm listen to this a <laughs> a, a live action show like, and if they want someone to build clones for them, <laughs> I will quit my job. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and then it could just be like different. It could just be different stories and like, and of clones of mm-hmm. just different clones throughout the clone wars. And it didn't, wouldn't have to be any of the main clones. I mean, I, I guarantee people would love to see captain Rex and everything. And that's great. Right. But I, I, and you know what, if, if it's not live action, it's not live action. I think we would all love live action, but if it ends up being, from the actual Clone Wars, and we actually get to see some of the things that we never got to see in uh, in the Clone Wars TV show. I think that would be super fascinating. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So there is Bash. A lot to look forward to. Um, so much. Yeah. All right. So let's dive in into the second um, into our second topic, which is tales of the jedi the show is going to be it's kind of a test um is what dave filoni said and the it's test be... is whether or not i can handle ahsoka's gigantic forehead <laughs> <laughs> wow explain okay. it explain it it's huge explain well, that well she's a almost baby as big as the one in the disney and... park <laughs> like she Which... grows into it i understand Okay, but uh, is that which, normal? So my wife actually waited in line for almost two hours to meet the Disney Ahsoka at Star Wars night, and I was like, you know, there's a bunch of Ahsoka's at Star Wars celebration. I was like, all right, it's fine, it's fine, it's, it's okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. But um, but Did she get an autograph from the from the Disney Ahsoka. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I never asked her. Um, I mean, I I would hope she did. She was in line because that hours. would make it worth the wait. Okay. Uh, but the first two episodes will take place um, through two characters' main journeys, which is Count Dooku and 
and uh, and Ahsoka. And as we know a lot about Ahsoka's journey, there are some things that are going to happen in the show that we never saw, uh, you know, throughout the other shows that have Ahsoka. And the first episode will, you know, show Ahsoka as a baby and, and everything, and will mainly focus on her mother. And then the second episode will be Ahsoka learning how to use her two lightsabers. It will be in the transition of where it's from the first two seasons, and then it will jump into, like, you know, it will be in that between period of where she gets her new costume and lightsabers and where she has her old. Um, and we actually saw Rex in uh, in that trailer in the couple of clones. So that's cool. New clone content. Uh, and then the the last episode of the arc will have um, this cool shot, right? Where is it? Right here. And that's going to be um, where it's got Ahsoka and the Inquisitor. Uh, Which um, I have not read the book, but apparently that is a scene directly out of. I was the just going to say that. This yeah. is like exactly what happens in the book. And I wonder if it's the same, like she stays with these uh, villagers in this farming town and stuff. Yep. And I'm wondering if it's going to tie into that, which would be yeah, really, really neat. E.K. Johnston posted a picture of that uh, scene with just a bunch of exclamation points to Instagram. So that's yeah. how I found out that it's from the book. So and I got to read that book now. <laughs> and and I think it's going to be really cool because of we'll probably see her turn the red crystals into white, which was only seen in the Ahsoka novel that came out back in 2016. So that would be very, very cool to see like on screen. Um, but like I said, I'm more excited for the Count Dooku stuff because Count Dooku, um, Count Dooku story is v- very interesting. And there was a deleted scene in... Attack of the Clones, where Joe Costanu um, kind of explains, you know, to Obi-Wan, which Obi-Wan kind of knew um, at the time, but not really. But the audience really didn't know who Count Dooku was at the time. But it explained why Count Dooku left the Order. And this show is going to definitely explain why he did. And not only is that great um, uh, for the audience to see, but we also get to see Qui-Gon Jinn again um, as uh, as his apprentice and, and, and a young Mace Windu too. But the great thing about Qui-Gon Jinn is that he's actually – Liam Neeson is coming back to voice Qui-Gon Jinn. And then his son is playing the younger version of him. So, I, so, we'll, so we'll definitely see Count Dooku bend the rules um, throughout his time as a Jedi. And then we'll see why Qui-Gon – was never on the Jedi Council, and it's because him and Dooku thought very and in, in a very similar way. But um, Count Dooku leaned t- learned he leaned towards more the dark side when Qui Gon Jinn knew that he couldn't go that far. And I want to see more of the younger versions of Jedi because in, in, in the trailer that we got, we also see Yaddle. Um, and no way, yeah. And I yeah, think that yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see younger versions of different Jedi Council members. And one Jedi I would like to see in action, I don't know if we'll get to see in the show, would be Yero Poof. He's the guy that kind of looks like a Q-tip. Like, he's he, he has, like, this white head. And, uh, it's a good and, way to put it. Well, well no, seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, it is yeah. a very good way to describe how he looks. Yeah. He's um, less hairy. Uh, because in the... Uh, Q-tip. Um, because is that the of, one with the volcano head? 
No, no that is Kai Arimundi. Kai Arimundi. Yeah. Um, but Yero Poof was this gen- – here, I'll just pull up my phone. But, yeah, pull up but- picture because I can't visualize – I was him in battle because no joke hunter. His like head is like this, like all the time. Just yeah, and it's like what? So I was just like, how on earth would he fight? Would it be like? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, here I come. It's like, yeah. is, is your neck gonna break? Like what's? I don't uh, know. If you see that coming at you, you go. You're gonna run. That's terrifying. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like one of those um, I, car car sales balloons. Yeah, so it was it was this guy right here. Hang on. There you go. Oh yes, I yeah. remember. Plush yeah. Q tip. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that, that is, is perfect. pretty much what they are. Uh, <laughs> and 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 it has no relation to the um like they I as far as I know, he's like a totally different species. But if this show is a success, what other origin stories of different Jedi would you want to see? Hmm. Cal. Yeah. I'd like to see Palpatine. <laughs> that would be interesting. Boom, that's too. it. Yep, Cal. He doesn't really fit the title. Wait, wait, that would who? Be super cool. Wait, Palpatine. who? Oh. I want to see young yeah. Sheev. As a Jedi, I don't think he ever was a Jedi. I think no. he From the, was he no. not a Jedi. No. Nope, nope, he, he just wasn't. Went to, uh, school who was to be a politician. Yep, and then Darth he had a Plagueis. Well, Darth. Yeah, well, this is the Sith, though. Yeah. So, have you read the Darth Plagueis novel? No. No, Hunter, you? Yeah, I okay. would highly recommend it. It's super. Yes, good. it's so dark. Like, um, there. I mean. We all know that Palpatine does kill Plagueis, but in the novel, it's like no joke. It's the it's so long on on how he does it, and it's so descriptive um, of of how like how much Palpatine was enjoying it as well. Oh, which yeah, is, yeah, it's That's a, obvious. It's yeah, a super super yeah. It's a super dark novel, but um, but Plagueis was pretending to be a politician um and something else that we know is that Plagueis was actually alive during the events of the Phantom Menace because he actually tried to meet Anakin um but he but he just missed him um by a couple of minutes because if he actually got to meet um he actually got to meet one of Padme's handmaidens and she was like bottom line she was just like oh you just missed him and then he's like oh drat like oh darn and then you know, he went back. The, and, is this a deleted scene? No, um, this is all in the novel. Um, novel. which now the novel I want to know what handmaiden it is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yep that that's the main thing that you're getting out of it is is yep. the handmaiden. No, but uh, yep. <laughs> but I I don't know. There there are a lot of Jedi that I would like to um you know dive deeper into, but there's a lot of them, and I guess they could dive deep into the old republic and stuff like that i guess if they wanted to um i think a young mace windu would be interesting and just to see why he's so strict and which yeah. we are going to see a young mace windu in in um in the series because we see him f- fight alongside dooku 
uh, which is pretty cool. But uh, I think a Master Sifidius, which um, if if this show ends where like Count Dooku and Sifidius a- end up having like that that conflict on uh, on Felucia, then I think I'm good on Sifidius. But yeah, there's um there's a lot of characters. But yeah, I no, they're not Jedi or anything. But I'd like to see backstories kind of like that for other characters. Like, yeah. I yeah. would love to see a backstory of, like, Ray's parents. It's... Like, there's going to be some of that in a book that's coming Yeah, out. yeah, I was going to say. Remember the title of? Um, do, you, do you guys remember those? They're not canon anymore, but they're, well, I guess there's kind of a new canon version, um, the From a Certain Point of View books. Yes. Yes. Stuff like that would be incredible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. I think one of my favorite stories was um, was from from the New Hope one, and it's where the bartender over the cantina we like learn why he doesn't like droids, and it's because yes. his parents were killed by by Baldrige during the Clone Wars. And I was like, that's that's such a great detail to a yeah. character who's on screen for like a minute. It's like, boom, there you go. The, 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 that's a great backstory. Yeah. Um, and I would love more stuff like that. And, and if they did like a certain point of view into a series where like it was short stories like that from the book, mm-hmm. but they made it into like maybe the Clone Wars animation, I think that would be sick. And they honestly could do yeah. so many characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so that's mainly, you know, all about that. Um, of, of, of the details that we know it's coming out this fall um, and including with bad batch as well. So much content this fall. Mm-hmm. So um, most likely when bad batch comes out, we'll um, yeah. you know, definitely be doing commentaries for that stuff. When is Andor dropping? Andor is dropping on August 31st. I've got the timeline right here. So right, soon. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know. So uh, so we have the Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation thing. It's where they go to the Halcyon. Um, that comes out on August 5th. Uh, Andor comes out on August 31st, which is the weekend of Dragon Wait, Con. The, yeah. Okay, yeah. The, back up to the Lego one. Yeah. What yeah, okay. era characters are we dealing with there? Is that sequel characters? I, I think I saw some sequel characters, and I think I saw some prequel characters. It's going to be a thing where it's canon, but not canon. It's going to be one of the stories, I guess. I'm yeah, not. I just didn't um, know because, like, Halcyon is in Batu, so I didn't yeah. know. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I didn't know what era characters we would be dealing with. Yeah. Okay. Uh, continue. Sorry. And then, and then the Bad Batch is coming out on September twenty eighth, um, which is you know just a month after, shortly a month after, and then later that fall we're getting Tales of the Jedi. And then later this year, we're getting uh, Star Wars Hunters, um, which they actually had a booth at Celebration, and I actually got to play that game. Um, they either have it for the Switch, they have it for mobile, and it's actually a cool game, and there's a lot of customization in it. It's I think they said it was going to be like six or seven bucks, and then you would have to add, you know, buy um, upgrades and stuff. And I was like, cool, whatever. Um, but uh, And then there's Mandalorian Season 3 comes out in February. Uh, that that's also exciting as well. And then you have Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, which is like a kid's show, essentially. And it's going to be on, on Disney and then also on Disney Plus. That comes out in spring of 2023. And then there's Visions, which we, um, which Mason and a couple of people that I know are excited for. How do you like the first season of Visions, Hunter? 
ah, I like some episodes a lot. Yeah. There are others that I was kind of like, that's weird. Um, yeah. There's some that I really loved. I really loved the first episode, especially that was my favorite. Um, they actually made a whole novel about that too, which yeah. I thought was a great call because of that first episode just had me on the edge of my seat. It was like, that's sick. And then you have an episode of where like, it's like twins and someone's on top of an X wing, like riding it like a surfboard. And you're just like, what is going on? Like, what is this? Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Ahsoka comes out in, uh, in 2023 as well. So it's probably, probably be shortly after, um, it will be shortly after, ahsoka and then we get the jedi survivor skeleton crew uh and 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 then we get the new star wars movie um coming out um like later that year so and then that would be like the first star wars movie in theaters since um since rise of skywalker mm-hmm. and, and that's mostly, gonna be taika's right yes which is very interesting because, again, we know nothing about it. But I guarantee that we'll probably get our first trailer, our first look at it at Star Wars Celebration in London. Now, it sounds like some of our podcasts will be going. I know Hunter was kind of getting talked into maybe going because I saw you looking up plane tickets. Yeah. Are you actually thinking about it? Yes. Oh, I am okay. seriously thinking about it. Um, right after it was announced, um, the hotels and uh, flights were still relatively cheap. They've gone up a bit now. Yep which sucks. I should have jumped yeah. on it right away and just locked it in at that rate. And then I could have canceled if I wanted to, but yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Okay. I'd like to go. Um, I was, but. so as of right now for us, it sounds like David and I are going sweet. It sounds like James is going too. That's probably awesome. wouldn't bring a kit. I would probably bring Anakin and that would probably be the main thing. Right. I if I went, I couldn't, I wouldn't bring a full set of armor. Um, be, I'd bring something. It'd be at least Han. Yeah. Um, well, hey, dude, dude, if you I want, I could also bring Garn Malta again. We, could go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, could, no. honestly, I could probably bring Bosk. Um, we could also do Imperial office, officers as well. Um, do you remember the comic comic book series, uh, Tag and Bink? Yes. Yeah, dude, we could do Tag and Bink. We could. We could. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no. So uh, I I think London would be great because. We would definitely get, you know, not only like the future projects that we don't know about, but we would actually get more of the, um, uh, more of the movie stuff. Which I miss the movies because I, I remember being at the panel for Kenobi and we and when when we got to see you know the first two episodes and. Christian was like a kid, bro. Like I, I, I was sitting right next to my. I looked over, uh, and and. And just seeing him, like, just, like, see the audience, you know, and then seeing the actors go on stage. I was really happy for him, Ray, and Matt, because it was their first celebration that they've yeah. ever been to. I know. Which, I had some friends who got into that at, yeah. as this being their first celebration as well. And that's, like, yeah. such a, like, a cool so thing cool. to do. To it's have your, cool like, thing. your first foray into Star Wars Celebration is the Lucasfilm showcase panel and then a private screen of Kenobi. That's just yep. amazing. And it's so awesome that I had yeah. friends who got to experience that. Yeah. I'm I... super glad I got to go to celebration this year because I will not be going to London. <laughs> I cannot do that flight. Yeah. It's honestly I... not as long as I expected. No, I could barely do the four hour flight to okay, well. California. 
It's a nine-hour flight. And not be able to move my legs for four hours, and then I mean, I'll do it for Star Wars. London, yeah, boy, you'd have to pay Uh, me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I so my biggest thing was that I'm I I bought my thing for the Kenobi panel, which I was, you know. I, I was conflicted about doing it, but then I was like, you know what? I, I I need to go to this panel. I feel left out, and I'm glad that I did it. Um, but I I really hope that they change that for London because I I think the numbers will be smaller. I I don't think their numbers will be as big as um as Anaheim or Chicago or uh, oh that that's a nice comment, Ray. Look, wow, I rock. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but Hunter, you suck, bro. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but no, uh, I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping that they don't have the lottery system um, for London because this is something that we did talk, talk to about someone in line, um, and and this guy flew all the way from India and he got no panels, and uh, and uh, and 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 Hunter didn't get into any panels, and some friends were nice and. You know, we're like, oh, hey, here's one for Bad Batch. And that's great. But I I think there's got to be a, a different system because there are people I... that fly across the world and then get there and they're, and they're like, nope, you're not getting in, into into the number one panel. It's like, yeah, there's that. And then also because I was on a media pass, I you also couldn't got nothing either. put in for I couldn't put in for panels or even no. like the Funko booth. No. So yeah, that, that, that was really like frustrating for me. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, some the person I was rooming with got into the Lucasfilm showcase and didn't want to go, so I was able right. to uh, get in with their pass. But yeah, so yeah, just I mean, hopefully that you would you would people. think that the media would be able to enter. Not that they would get like special treatment or anything, but like have an equal amount, like an equal chance to get in. Yeah, but. Hunter rocks, but Colin can Colin only rock can only if rock Max, Max Rebo is around. <laughs> hey, you know what? I haven't, I haven't mentioned Max Rebo this entire podcast until it's just impressive. Then, but I, I do. So. I am very happy seeing my artwork on your wall behind you. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, right. Hang on. Yeah. So I I'm got my own right here. This yeah. was my thing for. I mean, this is an audio <laughs> medium, but for yeah. those uh, watching us, uh, I made a little thank you for. Uh, Colin for helping me get to celebration, and it is a Renaissance painting of Max Rebo. And you can find those on our Patreon for no, I'm just kidding. No, um, but uh, no, but you can find it on my Redbubble. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, and um, obscure bird. So from just saying, so Hunter, so from this celebration to past celebrations, um, how would you compare it? Um, was was it super good? Was it like okay? Oh, it was it was great. Um. I get my one I'd celebrations always change for me as I, yeah. as like my place in the star Wars community kind of changes and I get like more involved with the 501st and stuff or just like yeah. my page on Instagram and stuff grows too. And like I go this, this celebration, I was staying with like the group of my best friends and that was amazing. And I got to see all these people who like, I don't get to see that often. Like, like you, you, both of you guys and you especially Colin um but wow. like people who 
like I, I love yeah. spending time with, and I just can't do it because we live across country from each other. Yeah. Um, and this celebration, I got to do a lot of that. So that was amazing. Um, and that made the show great, even in addition to all the panels and stuff. Um, I agree. I will say the one thing about this celebration that was kind of disappointing to me um, in comparison to Chicago was that they didn't stream the the big yeah. opening panel. So like the first day we got up early and got in line to try and go get in the standby line for the Luke's Home Showcase panel. We felt so bad for you, bro. Like and yeah, it, so it sucked. Bad. And they, I think I saw maybe like six people walk from the standby line to get into the panel. And there were a lot of open seats in there. Yeah. I didn't, I don't get it. Like at uh, least you could have yeah. fit 20 yeah. more. And okay. so the other thing Maybe was too, you had to get that. that wristband to get in. Yeah. After a while, the guy giving out the wristband stopped scanning QR codes and people yep. were just walking up and getting them and going in. Yep. Um, because Hunter, no joke. Like Christian and I saved you two seats. Like I know. we had two we seats for an exhibition and then I had two seats for next next to yeah, me. Yeah, we were so bummed that we didn't get in. So right after that, we ran over to the Star Wars show stage because in Chicago and, they streamed all the panels right there. Yeah. And we got there and they're like, "Yep, broadcast starting at 12:30." Nothing. Yeah. Um so that was a a real bummer. But I mean, I still had a great time otherwise, and it was amazing. I always love Celebration. It's just so cool to be around that many people who all love Star Wars. Yeah. I, for me, honestly, this this Celebration was great because of my, my first Celebration. I, I really didn't do any major costumes. I, I, I did one. I did one Mandalorian like fan made costume that I made, but at the time I wasn't part of the five hundred first or anything, mm-hmm. so I really didn't know anything about costumes. But then twenty nineteen, I was part of the five hundred first, and and I was trooping around, and it was awesome. It was great. And then this one, I Hunter, yeah. So you and Christian really helped me get into like kind of expanding what what I've been so used to and Christian helped out a lot. Christian really, really helped me out a lot mm-hmm. of getting into Anakin and there. And we, we had the wonderful opportunity of doing a photo shoot um, with Ryan, uh, which I, I, I wanted to give him a plug because he, yeah. He's a, Ryan uh, at Ryloth photo on Instagram. He, he is, is a phenomenal, my favorite photographer. photographer to work with. His stuff is incredible. And he shot with yeah. so many amazing people yeah. at celebration. Um, like, Ray connects, um, mm-hmm. Adam Valderon, like all these, all these amazing people and just yeah. super stellar costumes. And he posts great stuff. Um, very talented photographer. So definitely go check him out. Yeah. We, uh, star comment and I did, a uh, after you guys left and you guys did your thing with, mm-hmm. um, with you when her and I did a photo shoot of, of just her and I like of just different parts of, 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 yeah of the convention center and, and, and there are parts that look like Coruscant. So we definitely have like a, like a bunch of pictures coming in the way, which I'm really, really excited about. But I, um, that, that, that was so cool. And it will be a memory in my book because the first time that I trooped, I was a stormtrooper, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I did, and I was trooping with, um, with a friend, Scott Rosma and, um, and I, I think it was Al Tong or someone else, but it was too, uh, I, I looked to my left and I was trooping right next to Darth Vader and I was like, this is so cool. This is awesome. Like, this is real life. <laughs> yeah. And uh and 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 then, you know, as Anakin 
Um, I uh, and we were doing the photo show. I looked over and I was like, "It's Rex. It's Cody. It's Obi Wan. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's Ahsoka. It's like, it's, I am yeah. I am fulfilling a childhood dream, and yeah. I did it me because people pushed me to get there. So I'm I'm so thankful of you guys and um for for pushing me to get there. And 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 I actually got my first I got my first 3D printer. I started learning printing because of Hunter. Um, as well. I am so. always happy to be an enabler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. No, no, no. I've, um, uh, we have started to work, um, work on, on BD one again, the, uh, the top of the, of like the actual head of, of BD one is almost finished and then, and then we're going to start working on the lakes, but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking into more stuff to do, um, because of not only does Hunter do, um, we know all these costumes for himself, but he also does commissions and everything too, which Hunter, I, I would like yeah. you to plug that because his work is phenomenal. He, he does such phenomenal work and he, and, and, and you can really tell that his heart and his, is in his work um, because all of the products that he makes are just incredible. And, um, uh, and, and there was one that you recently did, which was commander Cody. Yeah. So um, the, the commander Cody that you were just talking about in the photo shoot yeah. that we did, I painted that up for, um, for Ben. Yeah. Um, and that was a super, super fun build and I'd love doing that. But yeah, like Colin said, I do take, um, a limited number of commissions just because I have a limited amount of time. So I wish I could build armor as my, <laughs> that, that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, I, t- I take mainly painting commissions. I'll do assembly on helmets, but not on armor just cause it's so hard to size yeah. um, armor people remotely. But yeah, I yeah. Uh, run like all that through my Instagram, um, at, j guy hunter um but yeah it's it's fun i just i love doing it and it's fun to i mean even just like getting excited about the photo shoots and stuff just sharing what i love about star wars um with other people and getting excited with them and that's great like it's it's kind of like that same feeling um from celebration that i just kind of try and chase all year round by getting excited um yeah star wars other people um but yeah uh, and honestly, that's honestly how we feel in the podcast because every week yeah. we, we get to do it. So we, we definitely want to have you on more, man. We would definitely, yeah, want to have I you would on love more. to do that once my yeah. internet gets more reliable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because there's, there's a lot of Star Wars content coming out and, uh, and on our Patreon, we are trying to do as much stuff as we can because we are changing the way that we do Patreon. And that includes commentaries, which I know you and David started doing the first season yes. of Bad Batch. So we need to finish that before we get to season two. So, so when season two comes out, then we can hop on it right away. Sure. Um, but there is honestly, guys, there's a lot of Star Wars content coming on the way, and we're so honored and so excited to talk about it. We're on Facebook, we're we're on Twitter, YouTube, uh, we're on Patreon, like I said, uh, which all that stuff is changing this week. So get ready for that. We have new tiers. Um, we're, we're on TikTok. We're on uh instagram uh i we love hearing from you guys we actually got to meet some of you over at star Wars celebration and that was super exciting and we uh and some of you got some of our merch um which which we have challenge coins and i actually got hunter's challenge coin too i I only had his stickers but here's ours and then on on this side it goes i'm so excited with how those turned out they look great and then this is hunter's compared to ours because Look how cool that is. And then if you look on this side, you have 
Boba and Bosk, which is just so cool. So I, I, I love challenge coins, and we uh, we definitely have more challenge coins on the way. So get ready for that. I'm working on one where it's where it's like our podcast logo on one side and the other. It's got Max Rebo um, and the Black Spire outpost in the background. What? Come on, man! It's Not cool. <laughs> but uh, but 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 yeah. Uh, we're, it sounds like we are definitely are excited f- for the next episode of Kenobi. Um, I think the main thing that we all want out of it. Okay, fine. All right. So each person right now, come up with a prediction that will happen in the next episode. Hunter, go. Um, uh, I think one that I can almost guarantee, I think little Leia is going to make a fool out of Reva. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I have a feeling that this... Uh, Yes, flashbacks like Kenobi's trauma being thrown into a fire by Anakin. Ooh, yeah, is gonna spur some traumatic mm-hmm. flashbacks. Oh yeah, it, it definitely will. I think getting a different perspective of of the fight and Mustafar would be cool too, like a different action shot that we never seen before. Um, but I think for me it would probably be the flashbacks. I I, I think definitely seeing Anakin and Obi Wan like. Maybe being back at the at the Jedi Temple and having a laugh or something, uh, and then Obi Wan like wakes up. Um, I think that would be really interesting. Um, but I think flashbacks are definitely going to happen. If, if not this episode, then by the end of the season. But I'm really hoping it happens in this next episode because Obi Wan's just going to be in pain, and and when you're in pain and you end up going to coma, like you know, most likely you'll be going through memories. So that just would mm-hmm. just make sense of me. But. Uh, but Ray, how about you? Um, I don't know. I like this comment that just popped up. Uh, Vader reminded of Padme again. I think, I think we'll get a lot of flashbacks in this next episode. Um, and with that, I'm really hopeful that we get like Vader's flashbacks. So I don't think we would see any new footage of Natalie Portman. Um, but I would love. I would love to see bits of Anakin peeking through Invader. Yeah. Because just seeing him in that village where he just snapped a kid's neck just because he could, he seems completely gone. So I don't know if Anakin is completely gone, if he's completely evolved into Darth Vader at this point. Because, like, you see Anakin come back, like, when he's about to die, like, with Luke. So I don't know if it like flickers in and out, if it's an evolution. I'd like to, I'd like to figure out more about that. Yeah. Yeah. That I wonder if, because Leia reminds Obi-Wan so much of Padme. Padme. I wonder if Vader's going to see Leia at some point and there's going to be a little flicker of, of that invader as well. And then he's going to kind of snap out of it a little bit. Yeah. But like, you almost wonder how much they would do because Vader doesn't know about Leia being right. Like it'd just be kind of seeing her in passing, I guess. Yeah. Um, We, because of, I, I feel like Vader has definitely met Leia before the events of a new hope. I mean, because of, she is part of the Senate. Um, yeah, right. If not met, at least to know who each other are. Yeah. yeah, 
but not the significance that they have to each other. Right. But again, something else that I would like to explain by the series is why did they, why did Luke keep, why did they have Luke keep the name Skywalker? Because of all over Tatooine, he was known as Luke Skywalker, not Lars, yeah. like Luke Lars. Like he was known as Luke Skywalker. And I'm sh- and and I'm wondering if that's a plot hole that that will be filled. Um, be because I'm not sure. Which we talked about this on on maybe two podcasts ago, where the old canon actually was that Owen and Obi Wan were brothers. Um, uh, and. And and in the Return of the Jedi novel, it um it was it was revealed that Owen and Obi Wan were brothers, and that's why um they did not get along. Could so, you imagine if they made that canon? Well, the reason why that we were and talking Obi-Wan about talks it, about his family in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. So that th- that would be an interesting reveal because I I never knew that un- until we were talking about it, and the day was like, no, it. It it um uh it, it was there in canon um at some point. I'm like, really? And then and then he pulled it up. So I think that would be interesting. But yeah, guys, there is so much content coming up. We we can't wait to talk about it. Uh tune in on Wednesday for our trailer um breakdown Kenobi, because I guarantee it's gonna be sad. So if you can, I would bring some tissues <laughs> because it's gonna be Good tragic. Thing I'll be at work and I don't have to talk through my tears. <laughs> Uh, so with that being said, uh, from Colin, I am Colin from, from, from Hunter and Ray and myself, may the force be with you always. Always.